Today's show is pre-recorded. Everybody, y'all listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, here we go today, folks. Uh, this is a good one because uh, today I want to share with you something that that affects every living soul, and that one thing is your attitude. This affects everyone. It is your attitude. You know, I don't know if anyone's ever told you, but I mean, many of you who listen know this, but there are a lot of people who don't understand. A positive attitude can bring about a change. A positive attitude can bring about a change. Well, now here we go with the naysayers. Well, Steve, what you mean if I'm just positive being changed? My mama gone. What me being positive got to do with that? Okay, now listen to me carefully. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, okay, Steve, I hear you saying that, but they done fired me. So now what does my having a positive attitude have to do with the fact that they fired me? Well, one more time. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, Steve, I sat up in here and gave eight, Nine, 12 years of my life to this man, and he just, he cheated on me and walked out. Now, what does me being positive have to do with him cheating on me? How that's going to change that? Okay, here we go again. A positive attitude can bring about change. Now, listen to the whole thing. Now, The positive attitude and the change that can happen starts 
it, this is the start. It starts within you. See, life is 10% what happens. It's 90% what you do about what happens. Okay, you gave 12 years of your life to this man. He cheated and left you holding the bag, the kids and everything. Now, what does being positive have to do with changing that? Or they came in and they fired you. You lost your job that you was a stellar performer at. But now how does you having a positive attitude, how does that change things for you? So far, we can use any example. Here's what happens. When you have a positive attitude, what it produces within you is a positive approach to life. And when you have a positive attitude and a positive approach to life, it causes you to be optimistic, to have a positive outlook, to expect things to eventually turn around and, 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 and turn into a positive. That's very important because as the law of attraction comes into play, if you think positive thoughts, you attract positive things. If you think evil thoughts, you attract evil to you. You know, if if you want for nothing, then nothing comes your way. If, if you want for positive attitude, if you want for positive results, if you want for a great outcome, that's what you attract to you. The change will begin within you. So let's take the man that walked out your life and left you holding the bag. Here's a positive attitude. Okay, two things have happened that's positive here. Number one, you've ridded yourself of someone who was obviously going to be, if not already, been toxic in your life. Caused you many restless nights, a lot of uh, uncomfortable feelings, and uneasiness, not sure, insecurity. You've been going through it with this person, whoever they are. Number one, that person has been released from your life. Number two, it allows you now to have the someone who will treat you just the way you want to be treated. That's the positive outlook. That's the optimistic way. That's when you're a positive person, you see the positive in things that happen to you instead of burying yourself under the what's wrong with it, or oh, woe is me now concept. See, a positive attitude, when they came in there and they fired you and let you go, could this not have been just the opening you needed to finally start on a new career path that you've been talking about doing anyway? Could it possibly be a brand new chance for you to get the dream job or dream career of your choice? Could it not possibly be the perfect opportunity now for you to finally, finally do something about that gift? about that talent that God gave you, that thing that you love to do, could it not be the perfect time for you to pursue that? But if you don't have a positive attitude, then you lay there, oh, they finna come get my house. Oh, what I'm gonna do now? Oh, this unemployment ain't enough. Oh, Lord, when this unemployment run out, what am I gonna do then? I won't have nothing. And you, oh, woe is me, until you become, oh, woe is me. But if you take it from the positive approach, some amazing things can happen in your life. I would tell you on a personal note that some of the most, some of the best changes, some of the biggest moments in my life came after a loss. So I don't want to go down the list, but boy, I could tell you, let me, hey, let me tell you something. When they didn't want me on the radio anymore in LA, when they didn't, when they, when they were sick of the way I did radio out there and they wanted me gone, 
And on May 23rd, 2005, when my deal when 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 my deal was done with uh the beat out in LA, okay, look what happened though. Yeah, I was gone in May, but in September 19th, I started the Steve Harvey radio network with four cities. You see, but I didn't go, oh, woe is me. I said, oh, okay. God must have something else for me then. Because if he didn't remove me from this, there must be something else. Same thing can happen when you lose uh, and, you, and, you, and you break up in a relationship. Same thing can happen to you. You never know the one God got for you. Now, here you go. Here you go again. Now you get put into a situation where somebody treats you just the way you want to be treated, provides you with a whole lot of aspects of your life you knew nothing about prior to that. But you got to stay positive. If you stay positive, that positive attitude, that optimistic outlook, that, that, that always thinking, God got me no matter what happened to me. Some amazing things that's going, can, will happen in your life. It's a fact. I don't know how it works that way. I just know that's what it is. Positive attitude is everything, y'all. So get off the old woe is me negativity train because it ain't going to take you nowhere but down. And get, get your outlook up. If you change your attitude, you change your altitude. Altitude is determined by your attitude. How high you go, how big you become, how far you go, it all depends on how you think. It all depends on what type of attitude you got. Ain't, ain't no ain't no very, very successful, super negative people. It, it just doesn't coincide that way. If you see that, something happened to them along the way. And don't worry. You ain't got to worry about it because you ain't going to see them long. Because you can't stay up there like that. It's just too hard. All right? That's the conversation. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? This is the home of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What you have tuned in to is the greatest morning show on planet Earth. I kid you not. We are about to prove it as of right now. Ladies and gentlemen, the starring cast, Shirley Strawberry. No lies told, Steve. No lies told. Good morning to you. Carla (laughs) Pharrell. Here for it. Good morning, crew. All of it. <laughs> the ever present Kill Junior Spates. Morning, everybody. Morning, up. Here for it, too, Carla. <laughs> okay. The every now and then <laughs> Jay Anthony Brown. President accounted for, baby. What's up? That's the king of pranks, nephew Tommy. Yes, sir, in the building bright and early this Monday morning. The sun is shining. How many more Mondays, Plenty of light. Coming to work when you feel like it. A new day is dawning, sunny and bright. Not a sad word should a young heart be saying, yeah. Bold. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nine more Cleveland's days, baby. We Cleveland's in the playoffs. Cleveland's in the playoffs. Whoa! Cleveland's in the playoffs. Whoa! Bye, 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 bye. 
to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh. Uh, good morning, everybody. That's all of them. I'm not going to mention it anymore today because we're going to Kansas City. So I got to just enjoy this before we get there. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to enjoy this before we Come get on, there. Because I don't know if God going to give us two miracles in a row. So I'm just gonna... What's up, everybody? He can do it. Yes, he can. If anybody can, can he it. can. That's right. That's right. I ain't never wanted to see a coach. You know, I don't. I, w- I want him to get out of this COVID thing, but you know, he's out a little guy. Coach, I gonna keep fans. the special teams, yes, coach. You don't, nah, you don't nah, need him. Nah, you don't not, need him in Kansas nah, City. We, we'll be all right. <laughs> we'll be there. Ain't need like Yeah, how y'all doing, man? Everybody good? Good. Oh, yeah, Everybody doing good. Yeah. Good weekend. Highly favorite. You know what, man? This has been a heck of a week, man. As oh, yeah. tragic of event that occurred. With last the Capitol, week? yeah, yeah I'm, week, I'm, huh? I'm, I'm grateful that America got to see what we've all been knowing, yeah. and it pulled back. It's sometimes you have to pull back the scab to get real healing. Yeah, mm. and I think, man, what what has been happening is sad. Now, I do not agree. I hate that people lost their lives. I'm not for that at all in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, um. The reaction to a lot of people has been very motivating, and then the reaction to some right. people have been, again, shocking. Because some people just don't get it, man. But I do appreciate the Americans who do get it. I appreciate the people who are standing up for the right side of it. That's right, Steve. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending national news, more arrests over the weekend and federal charges were filed against the domestic terrorists who attacked the Capitol last Wednesday. Plus, we're going to talk about how Twitter and other social media platforms have suspended President Trump's account indefinitely. Thank the Lord, I think everyone is saying to that. Yeah, come on. But uh, there are a lot of people mad about that. I know, I know. Uh, that's his are. freedom of speech. Well, yeah. he didn't have enough freedom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's pull some of this For back. four years. Shall we? He's had that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got freedom yeah. of speech. You just can't say yeah. it on Twitter. Nobody's yeah. Right. <laughs> he could hold right, press conferences <laughs> like, you know, like normal presidents. He could hold press conferences and uh-huh. get it off his chest. But yeah. anyway. Uh, he's suspended now indefinitely. And right oh. now, it is time to help some of our listeners, Steve, with Ask the CLO. Are you I'll ready, try. sir? Absolutely. All right, here we go. This one is from Danielle in Ohio. Danielle says, I've been with my boyfriend for five years, and he cheated on me in October. I met the girl, and she didn't, knew, she didn't know he had a girlfriend, and she said they never had sex, and she would stop seeing him. He begged me to forgive him, and I did. Then this girl posted a picture of Air Jordans that she got for Christmas with the caption, we matching now. My boyfriend had those same shoes. He said it's a popular style and he swore he hadn't even seen her. I hate to call her again, but I need to know what should wow. I do? Uh, well, you know, um, I don't know how to answer this honestly because the girl told you they never had sex. I, I don't know what's happening here. You know, she did. He was seeing her talking to her. That's mm-hmm. a fact. And, you know, she got some shoes. Everybody got Nikes. Well, that's what mm-hmm. he said, Steve, the boyfriend. 
And I, I want to ride style. with him on that because everybody do have Nikes. I have some Nikes myself. Some Jordans. Right? So yeah. some Jordans. Well, I ain't got no Jordans, but ain't no girl gave them to me, though. Uh-huh. Who has a side piece they don't, I don't sleep believe with? Him. Where did he do that at? That <laughs> Wait, what, Jay? That's the whole point, huh, Jay? Who the, who the hell got a side piece you don't sleep with? What <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's alarming. Meaningless? <laughs> yeah. All right, Irene in Montgomery, Alabama. Did you? Did we help her? I don't know if you helped. Well, her. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't think I would call the girl again. No, no. Because she's not your problem. Yeah, it's him. He's right. It's him. If there is a problem, it's him. So I think involving her is not good. Right. You know. Yeah. All right. All right. There we go. There you go. Irene in Montgomery, Alabama says, I'm a 61-year-old woman, and I just got out of a long-term relationship because he wouldn't marry me. He got all of the perks of having a wife without having to get married. So I'm doing things differently with my new boyfriend that I've been with for eight months. We haven't had sex at all, and he's getting antsy. He wants to take our relationship to the next level, which means sex. To me, it means marriage. Should I give in or not? What? Oh. Well, I mean, you know, nobody doing I, it look, with you at six. I don't know how to answer this months. one because you way past the ninety day rule that I came up with. I never said no sex. I gave the ninety day rule. I don't want to be hypocritical and mm-hmm. say no sex because I'm. But you have every right to do it the way you want to do it. Uh, but uh, do she want marriage before that? Uh, I mean, she ready to? I think that's she what she's marriage. saying. Yeah, she mm-hmm. wants marriage, but I think Period. you should. Uh, you've been with him eight months. Eight months. How's it going? What's your heart telling you? I mean, you gotta go with it. But you know, if you feel that strongly about it, you should stick to your convictions. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she's asking, should she give in to the sex part or not? You know, I would show would be pressing real hard by now. I <laughs> well, would, he you, is. You be in a full court press he with is. me. I'll admit that. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'll try to help you hold to your convictions, but I ain't that convicted myself. So <laughs> we doing it before we get married. I'm saying everything. Yeah, I, well, I'm. I'm going. If y'all uh, both old, y'all press for time. Both of y'all. Yeah, y'all I pressed. agree She's with 61. that. She's sixty-one. Both mm-hmm. y'all. Yeah, that's a lot. That's that's laid up in there. You've mm-hmm. done the ninety days. That's all I have for anybody. Just not to be hypocritical. That's all I offer. Now, as a Christian, you may want to take it further, but me being an entry level Uh, Christian, 90 days is all I got for you. Entry level? I know. That's all I am. So I I, I don't don't really do advanced Christianity. So you can do it, and I I highly uh, commend you for it. I, at eight they months. had 240 days now. Yeah, yeah she's way past it. All right, Harlow in D.C. says, I'm in my mid-50s, and my wife is two years younger than I am. Since she returned to work, she's changed a lot in the way uh, she dresses and in the way she carries herself. She usually wears braids or a ponytail, but lately she's been switching up wigs like I switch my underwear. She also has had increased sex drive and wants to do it as soon as she gets home from work. I'm not in the mood all the time, and I'm starting to think some other man is getting her all riled up before she gets home. What's up with her? Well, if, if there's another other man getting her all riled up, but you at the house benefiting from it, what you tripping for? Enjoy the benefits. You know, she dressing up. Maybe she discovered herself. You know, women maintain it, you know, for a long time. You, what, why are you complaining? Because he's not in the mood all the time. Well, dog, you know, your old ass go somewhere. (laughs) No, would you beat her down for that, foe? What are you complaining about? Mm -hmm. 
But he's talking about my name Harlow and I'm 52. I know good hell well you're 50 something. Name Harlow. Who the hell <laughs> named Harlow? That Harlow, he the is, last Harlow. Harlow is right next to Harpo. I knew right away you was in your damn 50s. You didn't even have to put your age on there. Harlow, I thought you was 75. <laughs> Harlow, who the hell named Harlow? Harlow? They're two Quit complaining. Years That's a blessing, mm -hmm. man. Quit complaining. Enjoy this woman who's beautifying herself and, and finding ways to look glamorous. What you tripping for? Get it's your ass some pills, mood. man, and get ready. You ain't uh -huh. got to be in the mood. Get you some testosterone, some Cialis, and they got a nasal spray. Get all that. Get nasal in there. Spray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he must didn't hear the first dude <laughs> right before uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, CLO. Coming up next, Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam are here with uh, church complaints. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. Um, more arrests and federal charges for the terrorists in the Capitol attack. Uh, articles of impeachment could be introduced today. Uh, plus, in entertainment news, Twitter shuts down Donald Trump and the Terminator himself, Arnold Schwarzenegger, called Donald a failed leader. Really hmm. busy day today. We'll talk about Bad all of these leader. stories. That, yeah, at the top of the hour. I'll be back. Out, yeah, I'll be out, back out. right now. It's Monday. It's Monday. Time to have some fun with church complaints with Reverend Motown, Dick and Def Jam. Let's go. We are. Oh, oof. Oh, Father. Gavel on this Monday. How on this Monday the congregation has found something to be ungrateful for is beyond me after the wonderful Sunday we just had. But I will partake Amen. of it, but know that I will yeah. be short and deliberate in dealing with negativity on a day like today. Go ahead, D. Let's get down to Ben. The D.C. Police Department are interested in hiring our church ushers to guard the Capitol. Uh, they, will, they will provide uniforms and white gloves. Are you interested in our ushers going down there to stand Absolutely guard not. I have told our usher board, our entire congregation, and the entire uh, black church foundation, this ain't our wall. Let them handle this they sell. Mm -hmm. All them mm -hmm. Confederate flags and Indian outfits and all up in there carrying podiums and stealing stuff you can't use and sitting in chairs your ass ain't had no business sitting in and climbing walls and all this hill. Uh, that ain't it. We ain't lying. Uh, none of that is our business. Just yeah. sit down. I'm calling it must-see TV. <laughs> Amen, uh, Pastor. Just watch the news, uh -huh. take it all in, and, and, and get yourself some popcorn. That's all we doing. But our other <laughs> board ain't going to. Sister Sylvia has already said she ain't going down there watching a the damn thing. <laughs> That's what she said. Amen. All right, Pastor. Uh, the brother who was caught inside the Capitol, one with the red hat on and the yellow shirt, that is actually Deacon Earl's oldest boy who is a member of our church. Now, he wants to know, would you be interested in hiding him out 
until the whole thing kind of blow over. He said he will pay for it. He will pay to blow be home. This ain't the first time Earl's boy done been in trouble. Yeah. Now, his ass was on probation. I don't know how he got in there in the first place being on probation. Mm. Uh, I do believe this will be his third offense. Are we, oh, we going to hide him or not, Pat? He can't. He can't hide at, at this here church. Okay. <laughs> I just need answers. Really, no, no. No, no. We didn't even have to look his ass up on Facebook. He right there. There <laughs> were two blacks in the building, and he looked, and there was a dark one and a light one. It ain't hard to figure out who they is. <laughs> this is true. All right. Uh, you're going to have to shut this down, Pastor. The Pigeon Toad Ministry uh, wants to do a praise dance doing virtual service. Now, the problem is, they had rehearsal and they feet kept running into each other and they right. keep falling out. Do you want this to happen or not with the Pigeon Toad Ministry? I've told them that the Pigeon Toad Ministry was going to have to get off the praise dance team. <laughs> because every time they do the grapevine, the crossover move, they knock everybody down in the <laughs> Not a good look. It's, it's just not, not a good, a good look. look for praise dance. <laughs> Amen. Oh, all right, we'll we'll shut that all, down. Uh, we'll shut them down and also the Slewfoot Ministry. We open <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've one of them loud. Lord, so stupid. Oh man. Uh, uh the uh, the church members have decided that we uh, we gonna use the leftover champagne from New Year's Eve for communion wine. That should save us some. Some money. Do you have a problem with that? I do because it's flat. Uh, <laughs> That's the only reason. And that ain't gonna give you that burning sensation of the blood going down that we normally uh, get from Morgan David. It's Morgan. So okay, so you wanted to, if it was bubbly, it would be all right. Is that what no, you said? No, we we not doing champagne. We got to get what we got to make it. That's red. It has to be red like the blood. That is to say. Mm. Lism of communion. So, no, we won't be doing any champagne. All right. All. This one is for you, Pastor. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have uh, the number one pick in the NFL draft. Seems like uh, they want to pick the police officer that was running up the stairs at the Capitol uh, <laughs> to, to be on their team, but he doesn't have mm. any representation, and he's asking if you would represent him as an agent. I absolutely 100% will. <laughs> What? The, really? Oh, I thought you were staying that, out of it. The yeah. boy, the backpedal and his hip swivel movement, he'll make a great safety. Yeah. The way he could turn, bend over, scoop up a football, look like he could throw it. He made several throwing motions with that whip. I was yeah. very impressed with his athletic skill, <laughs> running up steps backwards. They're going to put that drill in the combine next year also. Oh, really? That's going to be a football drill. We're gonna be good right there. We're gonna put him hey, on. Amen. And we're gonna, hey, man, we're gonna trade him to the Washington team. So in case they need him. Oh, oh he's right there. Okay, I he'll be there. He won't even have to move. Huh? Mm -hmm. That's a good one, there, Pat. All right, uh, Pastor. Last but not least, uh, next week we are switching to drive-up service. The members oh. want to know uh, when they catch the spirit. Is it all right if they do donuts in the parking lot? <laughs> No, um, the way we're doing this service is we're having our service at the bank teller window. 
<laughs> or you just drive in when it can come down, you put your money in and then drive off. <laughs> and then we'll e- email you the service. What about the service, Pastor? The they driving up to get service, not to leave money. They, you no, got no, the... no, 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 no. You driving up to drop off your offering <laughs> with your email address in the offering. And everybody that give will get the service email to them. Later? That's not what drive up service is, Pat. Drive now, up now, what service. Do you, why do you think they call us the jackpot joint of Jerusalem? <laughs> I, and I, I understand why they call us that, Pat. But, but you have to give the people something. Music and then, of course, a sermon. All of that has to be a part yes. of the service. Well, but what when they we're dri- doing All is, the churches are doing it now. Drive but up. what we're doing uh, for presents this year is when you make your donation, we give mm. you pictures of the protesters, the terrorists that was climbing the wall, and we have a. Why do they want that? What? what? Well, it's want... quite interesting, you know, some of the antics that they was using. They not. They... That ain't service. That ain't got nothing to do with the Lord. What is you talking about? Well, uh, <laughs> All right, coming up, uh, entertainment sorry. and national news <laughs> right after. Yeah, no sense right there. The end. So I sorry. mean, not no sense. So sorry, Deacon. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, the Terminator and former California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger had this to say about Donald Trump. Take a listen. President Trump is a failed leader. He will go down in history as the worst president ever. The good thing is that he soon will be as irrelevant as an old tweet. Get out now. Get out now. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. You won't be back. Wow. You won't be back. Tell us how you And he's a Republican. He's a Arnold is a Republican too, yeah. He'll be as irrelevant as an old tweet. Well, in other entertainment news, as you probably know by now, President Trump has been banned from Twitter permanently. Also, other social media sites uh, that are banning Donnie include Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Snapchat. Also, Apple has threatened to remove Parler. It's a social media app that uh, a lot of extremists use. So he's he's they're considering banning him from that as well. So, wow. He'll probably, knowing wow. him... Create his own. I'm sorry, five people died. But what about all the people who died from COVID? And he was saying all that and Mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. Nothing. He's just, wow. His presence. Heartless, Jay. Yeah. But you know what, though? He has made America great again, though. How do you figure that, Tommy? He lost the presidency. Mm -hmm. We got control of the Senate. We got control of the house. I think America is great again. Don't you think so? Greater. <laughs> definitely greater. We got it all back. Well, we're, we're definitely better I without him saying. at the helm. That's sure. for sure. And he's leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and in spite of what he was said, you know, this will be the end of the greatest presidency in the history of our nation. That's a lie, too. Yeah. And so, you know, let's just, let's just be done with it, man. Yeah, I agree with that. Arnold. The worst president ever. Yes. All right. Um, in other trending news, guys, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos has been toppled from the world's wealthiest pedestal. That title now belongs to Tesla and SpaceX entrepreneur Elon Musk. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> bad about it. Well, I bet well, that hurt. Well, 
Well, keep yeah, listening. You'll, it, huh? you'll get even sadder. Uh, his net worth as of Thursday exceeded $195 billion with a B, or uh, $10, $10 billion more than Bezos. And the five richest people on the planet in order are now Musk, uh, Bezos, Bill Gates, French businessman Bernard Arnault, and Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, who has a measly $102 billion yeah. in the bank. Girl. Give me any one of their losers. Oh, they got some paper. <laughs> any one of them, I'll take and, it. And, dog, that's, that's, they talk about it in the world, but that is so not true. That is so oh, not why true. Do you, what do you mean, Steve? The people in the Middle East, man. Oh, with the oil money? You know, they just don't, they just don't report it. Them dudes, mm-hmm. that's not even, they won't make the top 10 over there. Mm-hmm. So this is what oh. they know. They're counting the, the money that's been reported on the billions. The richest list. people in the world will not tell you that. Wow. Uh-huh. They have that mm-hmm. other kind of money, man. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 I, and I kid you not. I kid you not. Mm-hmm. Now, I would love to be any one of them names yeah. in terms of money. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be them, but I'll take the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you be doing the show? Oh, hell. What, Jay? Well, I would, well, well, he said that for, for kicks and For giggles, two days, right? I would, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, let's, let's move on. Time for the headlines. Ladies the and new. gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. This is Andrew with the news. Let's start now with a serious House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says that if Vice President Pence doesn't invoke the 25th Amendment to remove Donald Trump from office immediately, that she will initiate impeachment procedures today, calling Trump deranged, unhinged and dangerous. D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton says, though, an official censure, she said, could be better. Security now reportedly being tightened for members of the Congress in and out of Washington in the wake of the riot. According to NBC, at least three lawmakers were harassed at D.C. airports for not supporting supporting the effort to overturn the election results. So now uh, the Washington Metropolitan Airports Authority and U.S. Marshals are asking members of Congress to submit their travel plans if they're coming in and out of the D.C. area. President-elect Biden, meanwhile, says he wants the search and arrest of those involved in last week's deadly assault in the nation's capital continue. And he also says somebody has to also address the obvious. No one can tell me that if it had been a group of Black Lives Matter protesting, they wouldn't have been treated very, very differently and the mob of thugs that stormed the Capitol. We all know that's true. And it is unacceptable, totally unacceptable. And now the U.S. government's preparing for a massive number of prosecutions and for a wide array of potential crimes. U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia is Michael Sherwin. We're looking at everything from destruction of property to theft of property to unauthorized you know, access to restricted areas, to potential theft of national security information, to potential murder. A local policeman died after being whacked in the head with a fire extinguisher as he tried to control the rowdy pro-Trumpers. And the U.S. attorney tells NPR that there could be hundreds of people charged in connection with this one incident before it's all over. President Trump, by the way, his Twitter account has been permanently suspended. Facebook says it's too, uh, too has temporarily banned Trump from the situation he could, that could last indefinitely. Amazon has joined Apple and Google in cutting access to that parlor uh, social media platform. That's the one used by right-wing racists and Trump supporters, or some people say Trump worshipers. Parlor's accused of not keeping violent threats from circulating on that site. So it's out there, but you can't get to it. California continues to rack up the largest number of COVID infections 
infections in the nation. Texas is coming in number two in coronavirus infections. In fact, the number of COVID patients in hospitals in the Lone Star State remains at an all-time high, breaking records every day. Rapper Nicki Minaj has agreed to pay singer-songwriter Tracy Chapman just shy of a half a mil for using one of Chapman's songs without her permission. Here's Chapman's and then Nicki's. Same melody, same lyrics. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back. It is now time, uh, regretfully, uh, to an inside look at a very, very demented mind of a person that I'm responsible for putting on this show. All apologies up front. I'm sorry. What'd you say, Jack? Man. I've made a lot of mistakes in my career. I'm so sick of making mistakes. I'm trying to figure out how old I got to be before I quit making mistakes. Ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown. It's just a nice, happy song. Now, but I assure you, come the weekend, I'm going in, okay? This is okay. This is a n- but today is Monday. Be ready yeah. for it. Okay. Yeah, you're going to lose some friends on the weekend. But right now, this is just happy, okay? Okay. Here we go. Hit it. I love this song. Couldn't get any kids because you got to pay them. Huh. Little rascal won't money. <laughs> Sing it, me. The backseat's ready, so have no fear. The backseat's ready. Don't worry about it. Sab on. Stimulus check, been waiting so long. Need to get here soon so I can keep my lights on. I know my kids didn't jump for joy. I was broke last year, they only got one toy. Man cave used to be my garage, but my mom moved in. I'm smoking in the backyard. Uh huh. Gonna be a good year for me. Ain't gonna be a good one for Trump. Mm-mm. He all on the phone breaking rules. Hello? This is illegal calling. Hello, it's me. Something that might get me locked up. Did you hear? <laughs> he just don't give a damn. You know what? I wouldn't want to leave the White House either if I had a powerful black sister in charge named Letitia James waiting on my ass. <laughs> like the rifleman used to call people. Come on out, Trump. <laughs> Come on outside, Trump. Fire, Jay. That's fire. You're stupid, boy. Yeah, it's on the White House. And you were the little kids. It's going to be a good year for Trump. Yeah, well, kids want money. You couldn't. I had that to do with yourself. Children want money. We were going to use little kids, but you had to pay them. (laughs) Right, the setup of that. This dude is so trifling. (laughs) All right, coming up uh, 34 minutes after the hour, we'll talk more political stuff right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending political news, House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn from South Carolina said the domestic terrorist found his unmarked office during last week's attack. 
That led him to believe the attack was an inside job. Congressman Clyburn, uh, Clyburn spoke to CNN's Jake Tapper, and he suggests that untoward police actions. Take a listen. I have an unmarked office uh, that uh, you got to know exactly where it is. It's where I spend most of my time doing my work. As the majority whip, uh, I have a staff. We work pretty hard trying to keep up with the members, trying to make sure we do an effective job of managing the votes and once they get to the floor. And that office is where I do most of my work. And for some reason, these people showed up at that office. But the office where my name uh, is above the door or on the door and my position above the door was not disturbed. So uh, I'm just saying, they didn't go to where my name was. They went where I usually hang out. And so that to me uh, indicates that something untoward may have been going on. Wow. Wow. You know, I was listening to him say that uh, earlier this weekend and I didn't understand what he was saying. Now I do. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yep. Yeah. How did but they I, know I, I think they're launch. Yeah. I really do think that this, this, see, because you have a new administration, an all out launch of what's behind this is going to be underway. And I think they're going to uh, really uncover some stuff. Had Trump won again, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be ordering the Department of Justice to do nothing. No. But there's He's a new Department of them. Justice. Yeah. Huh? He's always at odds with them. Trump is. Who? He's always at odds with the DOJ. No, and, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. Surely he's had his boy Barr in there the entire time. Well, who yeah. he's been using as his personal attorney, but now Barr is gone, mm-hmm. and that's he why is. I think they'll be able to get something done now. No, I'm we're if, in agreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because if Trump I was still don't. in office, Trump would pardon all these people, man. Oh, yeah. oh, every last yeah. hope. Yeah. I just and hold hope. no one accountable for the deaths and the tragedy. None of that. None of that. The FBI also believes that there are people who work in the Capitol who may have assisted domestic attackers in navigating through the building. So the FBI is on it as well. I just hope that Brother Clyburn had cleaned his computer because Lord knows they couldn't come in here. <laughs> It's something on it. it it's something on it. It would be, it would be over with. They, your computer, if someone broke in your office. Oh, oh my God! Oh, they got your my computer. God. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, he probably oh has God. two: one for work and one for personal yeah. business. Um, we hope. We hope. He's smart like that. He's smart like that. Remember, if it wasn't for him, Joe Biden wouldn't be president right now. Yeah, All, right. Facts. Uh-huh. All facts. All facts. All facts. But, yeah, you know, we yeah. saw those police officers letting the, yeah. moving yeah, the gates, the door, letting them yeah. in. They were going they... in there to kill people and take yes. hostages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what the they zip were going ties They had twist were... ties. Yeah, twist zip ties. ties. Yes. Yeah. Zip they ties. had everything, zip ties. man. Zip ties. Yeah. Yeah, but they arrested that guy. They found him. They found the guy with the uh, that was over, jumping over the banister mm-hmm. with those mm-hmm. zip ties or twist ties, whatever oh, they they're called. Yeah, they got him. They got him over the weekend. In light of all of that, what the intentions were, they didn't get a chance to pull it off. You would think that the Republicans would come to their senses, you know, still no. a lot of them haven't. Still, you know, especially Ted Cruz and John uh, Man, Howley. Man, no, 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 no. Cruz is trying to jump off the bandwagon. Oh, did is you he now? see this speech this idiot made? I mean, no. everybody knows I've been at odds with the president since he got elected. Oh, you better uh, not see try. that, wow. Steve. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Please pull up Cruz's speech after and look at what he's saying. Everyone knows I've been against and opposed to the president since he got elected. I was looking at him going, 
Man, it's this, mouth. Right. Cruz like, is the biggest coward of any politician yes. I've ever seen. Yes, yes, yes. yes. He has yes. no spine. Mm-hmm. No. Not at all. None. Anybody that let him talk about his wife, ship. man. You let somebody talk about your wife? Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Publicly like that, humiliated your wife. Talk about your father like uh-huh. that. Are you still ugly. loyal to him? Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Switching gears. Uh, we're coming back with the nephew and the prank phone call right after this. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he stinks, and I'm shame. Mm. We'll get into that <laughs> a little later. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, now? <laughs> All right, we finna get a little tense now. Uh-oh, what is it? What is We're it? about to get real tense up in here, okay? The title of this one is, I mm-hmm. Ain't Going Back. I Ain't Going Back. 2021, brand new. It's tense, y'all. It's just, it's... Really? <sighs> Hold your chest now. Let's go, Kevin. I'm going to be nervous. No, it's going to be good. Hello? Good morning. Who am I speaking with, please? Who is calling? I'm sorry. Who, who am I speaking with? Glenn. Who is this? Okay. Uh, are you familiar with our office, Mr. Glenn? Uh, Mr. Glenn Lee Earl, am I correct? Who is this? Listen, we are the reason that you were released after 23 years of your sentence. So we gave you clemency through ex-president Obama. Do I have your undivided attention now? Yeah. Um, what is this about? Well, first, let me do this. Let me verify your original crime and release date, okay? Yes. Okay. Who authorized your release on clemency? Ex-president, Mr. Barack Obama? Well, where are you calling me from? What is, um, what is, what's going on? First of all, let me say you've been identified by the power invested in me, official duty as a secretary of the deputy of pardons attorney for the United States of America and by direct order of our president, patriot, and leader. Mr. Donald F. Trump, the reason why I'm giving you a call today, sir, is that we regret to inform you that the uh, your original sentence for 40 years has been reimposed, and you must surrender yourself to the nearest United States Marshal Service no later than the close of business day today. So who the hell is this? You are Mr. Glenn Lee Earl, inmate number one. Are you there? Who is this? Yeah, yes, yeah, this is me. What okay. are you saying? I'm, I'm let me let me explain this to you. Ex President Barack Obama had no authority to let you guys go, and President Trump has proven it and won the appeal. You guys Man, are being retired. Who, who the who the f- Trump can't do? S- I've been out here for three years now. I'm doing. Sir, listen to me. I'm at work right now. How the hell are you going to call me and tell me some s- about President Trump? You guys are Y'all being returned to serve out your entire sentence. Every last I'm one of you. To, I'm not going no. F- well, you you go. All this shit y'all do, you you go. Y'all need to go tr- take Trump with you. Sir, I'm trying to just deliver the news. This has hit my desk, and this you is something. You know, lock y'all All this shit I, I made, made a bad decision when I was 21 years old, and I did 23 years, and I've been out for three years. You can't come and tell me no shit like this, President Trump and, uh, and uh, whatever him and Barack Obama got going on. Y'all need I, to be, y'all, that's where y'all need to be. And I'm sure you did something. That you that you didn't get caught for you you t- turn yourself in for me. I'm not going no damn prison no more, sir. Okay, L- Mr. Glenn, let me let me explain something. I'm the person that's bringing you the information and letting you know what's going on. No, you you serve you serve time. I'm, I'm you serve. I'm not turning. I'm not turning. I'm not going back in there, sir. If you're if you're not in by the close of business day today, 
then you actually serve now or a fugitive, and you you have to turn yourself in. I'm not for what I didn't do anything. I've been a Obama let me out. I was okay. a crack cocaine. My my sentence only was supposed to carry five years. Okay, what what was your exact? What, what was your sentence, sir? What was your sentence? It was forty years. Okay, forty years, and you served how much? I don't even need want to talk about this. You go, you go, turn yourself in. I'm not how many, how many years did you serve out of the forty, sir? Twenty-three. Okay. All right. So you do agree that there's seventeen more years left? I don't agree to a damn thing. You, you, you. Trump don't have no authority to come and change nothing that the president did. I don't know what the hell y'all got going on, but y'all can't do that. I'm not okay. going back in there. Okay, Mr. Gooding, you sound yeah, angry. You sound you sound angry, and, I, and I'm not trying to be angry with you. You sound I'm angry. angry. I'm not. I'm not angry at all. I teach classes on anger. I'm, I'm not angry at all. But you guys do whatever the hell you want to do, and we make a decision when we're so damn young, and y'all hold that decision over our head for 30 and 40 and 50 years. I made a choice to sell drugs at age 21. Okay, I'm sure you did some that you could think of right now that you you need to go get go take my spot. You ain't Trump. Uh, you you do agree that, that you also that love me out here just like you got a family that love you. Y'all not above the law. Okay, but and, and neither are you, Mr. Glenn. So you do you do realize that you owe society seventeen years no. that you need to pay. I paid society. My I did twenty three years for a five year sentence, and I've been out. I do community programs. I, I do stuff for the youth and everything, and I have not I have not been in any, any trouble. Okay. Mr. Glenn, where 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 can we where can we come and pick you up at, sir? You you can't come and you pick your damn self up. You answer. You pick your damn self up, Mr. Glenn. If we do not have you by the end of business today, we will be picking you up on site. You do understand that. You ain't picking a you 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 pick your mother self up. You not coming to get me and take me no with Obama, a black president, let me out. He let all of us out. I was treated wrong, and he let me the. You come here and you will be taking me to back with him. I'm beat y'all ass. I'm not going back to prison. I ain't do a damn thing to go back. You mad because a black president let me out? A racist ass Congress congressional law, and I didn't do to go back. Whatever you and Trump got going on, I don't give a y'all not coming to get me. Y'all not gonna touch me. I'm not going to back. A black president let me out, and y'all need to cut that racist bullshit out. I'm not going no way. Y'all got eight and nine hundred. If people climbing up in the Capitol, y'all need to work focus on that shit. You got time and energy, go lock the motherfuckers up that are climbing in your window right now in the Capitol. You do a damn thing about it. I'm not trying to hear that shit. Sir, sir, we already have someone that has told us where you are. I don't, I don't give a damn. I, I'll tell you where I am. You're not coming to get me. I got too much positive shit going on. I've been out here, ain't been in no trouble. That's understood. But we do have intel that has told us exactly where you are and your location. Where am I? I know exactly where you are, sir. Where okay. Are Does the name India bring anything to your attention? What about India? That's your daughter, right? Yes. <laughs> That's your daughter, and I'm nephew Tommy. Your daughter India got me to prank phone call you, Mr. Glenn Lee, Earl Williams. You've been pranked, baby. I'm going to kick her ass. I don't believe no like that. I'm going to kick her ass. Man, y'all got me. Y'all got me, because I wasn't going back to no <laughs> jail, man. Hey, Glenn, I'm nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ain't nobody looking for you. You ain't going back, but we got you. <laughs> man, I'm going to kick India's <laughs> ass. <laughs>
right, Glenn, I want to say Happy New Year to you, man, but I also want you to do this for me. Tell me what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. Oh, man, Steve Harvey Morning Show, man, with uh, <laughs> nephew Tommy, man. Y'all got me good, man. Uh, hey, really? Dog. Hey, Tommy, Tommy. I have no words. Hey, Tommy, uh-uh. that was a hateful ass prank, man. Yes, it was. Yeah, I really what think he needs to you? get your ass whooped for that one. Yes. Yeah, we need to do it, Steve. Uh, uh, man, show. really don't. And Jay, you shut your stupid behind up. You know, he always thinks Tommy funny. because you've been locked up? You been locked up that long? Now you done lost your sense of humor? Hey, 23 years, you damn right he lost his sense of humor. Ain't none of this funny, the homeboy. Dog, I, hey, dog, I was mad at the whole damn prank. Tommy, <laughs> you went there. Oh, man. And I'm mad at his oh, daughter for pranking her yeah. dad like man, that. Man, that ain't, man. That ain't cool. By the end of the day, dog, that brother was sitting there going. We know. Dog, for selling like crack, we, he got 40 years for selling some crack. Are you crazy, man? Yeah. Man. Mr. Glenn, like hey, 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 you concentrate hey, on those people climbing. Hey, climbing yeah. in them windows Window. and everything. Need to go rest damn thing to do. <laughs> Stealing podiums and stuff. Tommy, uh-uh, Tommy. Much love to Mr. Glenn Lee Earl Williams, y'all. Big ups to him. Mr. Obama <laughs> let him out, but uh, Brad, man. his <laughs> daughter got me to prank him. I, I, I had to do it. I did. So, no, you love did. you, Mr. Glenn. Uh-huh. <laughs> love you, Mr. Glenn. Terrible. That's awful. This is awful. Uh, Mr. Green, laugh it up. Life's a joke. <laughs> laugh it up. Come on, man. Laugh it up. All right, listen. <laughs> Thanks, nephew. Not really. Uh, coming up, he stinks and I'm ashamed. Uh, strawberry letter up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on sex, on dating, on parenting, on work, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here. Pop it, Right now. Pop, pop. (laughs) There you go, Jay. (laughs) Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. All right, I'm going to tell you just off the top, Tommy, you're not going to like this letter, okay? Uh, subject, he stinks, and I'm shame. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a middle-aged woman, and I've been married for over a decade. I work two full-time jobs averaging 16 to 18 hours a day, usually six days a week. My husband has his own business and rarely works a 10-hour day and has consistent days and weeks off. During his downtime, he finds the time and energy to help friends outside of our home, but can't seem to find the time to help clean our bathroom or wash his clothes. I'm at the point where I wash my own clothes and I let his pile up. Instead of washing his clothes, he goes out and buys new clothes if and when he runs out of underwear or he needs a clean shirt for a meeting. I'm shamed to say my husband smells bad. He takes the clothes he's worked in all day and will lay them over the chair in our bedroom or stack them in the closet and he goes to one of the piles daily to smell the shirts or pants to see if he can wear it one more time if a shirt is stained he will get a wet washcloth and spot clean it so he can wear it he smells like old cologne over dirty jeans most of the 
time. I have told him continuously that I am not his maid and I have no energy to do his laundry and mine. He is a representative of me when he walks out of our home and when people see him in dirty clothes and he's smelling bad, it's a reflection on me. Don't get me wrong, uh, he showers and puts on clean underwear because he buys new underwear instead of washing his. And I've thought about talking, uh, taking everything to the cleaners and then handing him the receipt to pick it all up. But why should I have to do that? What can I do to get him to wash? How can he be comfortable with this? Wow, how can he be comfortable with any of this? Um, this this is really nasty. And as a grown man, um, he's lazy and he knows better. He knows he should be washing his clothes. Even if he doesn't want to be clean for himself, he still has you as his wife, who uh, certainly want, doesn't want to be smelling him like that. Uh, I don't think anyone does. Um, and, and what about intimacy? You didn't discuss that in the letter, but that has that. Come on now. Uh, how does that work? Um, that right there should be a deal breaker. End of story. Uh, none of this makes sense. And, and I say to you, don't blame yourself. He knows he stinks. He's got to know that. You know it. He's got to know it before you do. But I just think the bigger problem here is your marriage overall. Um, what, what's going on with that? I mean, you guys seem far apart. I mean, you're working two full-time jobs, six days a week, 16 to 18 hours a day. When do you have time for yourself or your marriage? When do you even have time to do your own laundry since you say you do it? I, I don't know. I think you guys are working too hard. You anyway. He's not working enough, but he is helping other people. Uh, the stress of that could be the culprit. I mean, you've got stress because you work too much and you're you're frustrated with him. And then he's probably frustrated, too, because he never sees you or whatever. So I suggest cutting back, changing your workload if you can, uh, you know... You, you guys need to talk and get or get some counseling or something to find out the real problem in your marriage because there is a problem here. Uh, and in the meantime, most definitely uh, take his stinky clothes to the cleaners. At least you can do that. Steve? Well, I have uh, some solutions for this woman. Okay. Uh, how much time do I have? Because I don't want to go too deep. For this first break. Oh, I got a little bit. So let me just start <laughs> right here. The subject is he stinks. And I'm ashamed. Mm -hmm. The problem with this letter is, see, you ashamed. <laughs> see, until until he is ashamed, mm -hmm. the problem will continue. So with that in mind, I've taken into the account that you work two full jobs, 16, 18 hours a day, six days a week. Your husband rarely puts in more than 10 hours a day. He's got some weeks off and some weekends because he owns his own business. But here's the beginning of the problem. During his downtime, he finds a time and energy to help friends outside our home, but can't seem to find it to help to clean our bathroom or wash his clothes. Now, right there, that's problem number one. Okay. Because... He's out there helping all these people wearing his ass out. <laughs> no, he might not be putting in 10-hour days and all this here at the uh, at, on his job and his business, mm -hmm. but he's putting in a lot of time with all this, helping all these other damn people, and your husband then wore his little tired ass out. Now, you're at the <laughs> point where you're washing your own clothes and you let his pile up, right? Mm -hmm. But instead of washing his clothes, he go out and buy new clothes, 
When and if he run out of underwear or he needs a clean shirt for a meeting. I'm ashamed to say my husband smelled bad. But now later on in the letter, you say he does take showers. But that shirt stank, though. Because, see, you ain't say what kind of help he doing. He out there doing yard work. He out there rearranging garages. He out there dropping transmissions and changing all. You're going to get funky doing all that. Cutting grass all up in Miss Parcell's uh, tree, pruning it for and all this. Miss Parcell, the oh, lady stay across the street. Okay. Uh-huh. And he over there doing all this gardening and working, sandblasting houses and cleaning for people and taking Miss Crenshaw's garbage out. And, you know, all this is washing out trash cans for people. He's busy. Yeah. He's so helpful. He's just a little elf. He's got a lot of time on his hands. Just yeah. a little Christmas. Time. So when we all come right, back, I have a yes. solution for you. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, he stinks and I'm ashamed. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The uh, subject is, he stinks and I'm ashamed. Well, this man right here she married to working uh, part-time. He got a business and she working full-time. And he ain't cleaning up at the house. He ain't washing no clothes or nothing. He getting nasty in there. When he run out of clothes, he buying drawers instead of uh, washing them. And, and, you know, he reaching over, smelling shirts and and he put her, and she just stank, and she's ashamed. Mm. Now she is ashamed. So now we have to deal with this. And so I have a couple of uh, solutions for this woman's problem. See, uh, I, I know he buying all these things and all this here, but when he puts these shirts on that he's been smelling, he seems to not notice the smell. Mm. So I want to offer this solution to you. I think first thing you need to do is get him a COVID test because it's quite possible that he has lost his smell and taste and he's just operating in COVID. And y'all need to get out here and get the damn COVID test before oh this lead to a, a stronger problem. Oh, just wow. Because if he done lost his taste of you smell and taste, he yeah. don't know these shirts is funky. And that leads to a whole nother situation. <laughs> so that's for starters. We need mm-hmm. a COVID test. Okay. Now, check. Here's the other thing I think you need to start doing. Mm-hmm. First of all, the le- type of the, the letter is, he stinks and I'm ashamed. Yeah. That's another part of the problem. See, you ashamed. He's not ashamed. So I have two solutions for this. First of all, when them clothes pile up mm-hmm. and he may have COVID and don't know it. Oh, boy. My strong suggestion is you start burning the clothes that he laying over the chair. Take them in the bathroom, put them in the bathtub, and set all them clothes on fire. What? <laughs> She wanted I've, to take him to the cleaners. Well, but no, see, I've been homeless before. I had some drawers on one time that I had to burn. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking from experience now. Yeah. yeah. When I was I'm homeless. Lord, I didn't think you were going to say that. I had a pair of drawers on one time. And when I finally got to a gas station and took them off, I left them in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, no, there's no need of me putting these in the car and rolling these windows up. In this heat. 
Because I got some food in my cooler and I didn't want to spoil the food. I've had to leave some drawers at a gas station. So anybody that has that uh, Sunoco station down in Tennessee, them was my drawers. I apologize. I know somebody's eyelashes and eyebrows fell off when they opened that door and didn't know what it was. I want to apologize. You, it's a cold case. You, I just, you know, but you know, the, uh, uh, you know what they did. Seven years of, uh, you know, has passed. You know, and what they call of that statute uh, limitation. Mm-hmm. So I can't get charged. But then was my draws in that gas station <laughs> in Tennessee. I apologize, but I just couldn't. Well, that's so stupid. So I, I wanted, I wanted you to know that, and 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 I, you know, I've never been a fan of white draws anyway, but. Uh. Them draws, I just couldn't. Okay. I, I couldn't bring myself to even pick them up by my fingertips. I, I left them in the flow of that gas station, and I, it, you know, the, the smell of gas or nothing could get rid of it. So uh, I know how you feel. So I suggest you burn them because I've had to burn some clothes before. You're now, stupid. Oh here's God. the next thing I think you need to do. He stinks, and I'm ashamed. Here's what you have to do. You have to start shaming him. Oh. This is what I want you to do. I want you to get a fake account. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook account. And yeah. go on his page and start commenting on how bad he stank. What? The you wife needs like to get a huh? fake account okay, and go yeah. on his Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And start posting comments, like like little stuff like this, like uh, hold you know like have you a cute handle like I got a truth be told or hold you to it you know a catchy name like that mm. at, at hold you to it or or I can't take no more dot com or something like that <laughs> and just start <laughs> posting information on that like Woo-hoo! the hell what whose shirt was that you had on. Uh-uh. And, you know, just start putting stuff like that. Because you can't be the only one, Shane. And you can do this, and you can get several accounts so it'll sound like it's a lot of people complaining. And, you know, make uh. it sound like it's some people that he's been helping. You know, like his name is probably like Harlow. This is probably Harlow. That had... <laughs> Don't put that on Harlow. Dear, dear Harlow, <laughs> I appreciate you helping me with the trash, but you left something with me that was felt like you didn't help me with the trash. (laughs) And then just, you know, just leave it alone. There's stuff like that. You're so stupid. You know, like, dear Harlow, appreciate you climbing up in the tree, but Jesus, when you climb down. (laughs) You know, just stuff like that. Because you've got to find a way to shame him. And that's the beginning of all your problems. So, uh, So you say, what can I do to get him to wash? And that's how you do it. You got to have somebody else be in shame other than yourself. Thank you for asking me. Mm. All right, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Coming up at 46 minutes after Junior and Sports Talk, right after this. All right, Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got for us, Junior? I got to give it to you, Unc. I got to give it to you, man. They have not been in the playoffs in 18 years. Woo! But yeah. now, I want to say Stag congratulations me. to the Cleveland Browns, baby. Hey, man, thank you. I want to say on behalf of all of us in Cleveland, 
We want to thank y'all for uh, believing and fighting and hanging on to that win we had yesterday. It looked scary and shaky, but victory is never easy. But uh, once you win, you win. Uh, we're going to enjoy this time right now because we're on our way to Kansas City. And uh, I don't know how in the world. All we can do is Congratulations, hope. Steve. I, I just only thing we got is yeah. if Mahone uh-huh. forgets uh-huh. that the game is on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> And what are the chances of that? No. The only way. Oh. oh. I think it's possible, Unc. I think y'all can win. Y'all won one. You can win two. It's possible, man. It is possible, man. I mean, they Likely, no. Possible, uh-huh. yes. Mm. I don't think Dave thinks so. <laughs> yeah, oh, Dave, we're not yeah. talking to Dave right now. You know, me and Dave, you know, Kansas we got a close relationship except for this week right here. I haven't yeah. spoken to Dave this week. <laughs> it's just Monday. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Well, oh, well, well I ain't I'm, no sense well, in starting now. Yeah, yo, yo, me, me and Dave not speaking this week because... I don't. I don't want to say nothing to Dave that affects our friendship. Because uh-huh. <laughs> you know, Dave go to the Dave go to Sand and Soul and hang out. Such a cool ass dude. Yeah. I'm just leaving it at that, man. So we we in the playoffs, baby. Yeah, I like the playoffs, <laughs> man. That's all that count, man. Still in all it. All that count. Barely, but that we count. that barely, man. That don't matter. <laughs> Browns, baby. Let's go. Well, where we at, huh? Where Texas at? Oh, uh, well, you gotta a, ask him that. Well, I <laughs> shared with, you, what I shared with y'all before. Uh, Tommy has invited the uh, Texans on his next family fishing trip. Because, <laughs> oh. you know, Long Tommy fishing. always take his family fishing and everything. <laughs> and he going to get so the Texans can go. <laughs> but Deshaun Watson say he wasn't getting on the damn boat because he might not be there. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Give a shout out, man. Shout out to the Saints. They won, man. The, the Ravens, they yeah, beat the Titans. Yeah, who that? Ravens yeah, had a good yeah. game, boy. Yeah, good game, I'm happy for Lamar. Yeah, the yeah. Bills over the Colts. You got the Rams over the Seahawks, thirty to twenty. Man, that was a good game too. Then uh, you got the Buccaneers beat the Washington Football Team, thirty-one to twenty-three. So it was a good. I game wasn't expecting Seattle to lose. No, I wasn't that either, man. That's why it's play the games, playoffs. So you know, mm-hmm. got a big week coming mm-hmm. up. Unc, say you think the Chiefs going going to take the Browns out this week? So this y'all last week of celebrating? Is it? Nah, man. Now we're going to get him some kind of way. <laughs> oh, look at the time. We got to go. Uh, thank you, Junior. Alabama, baby. <laughs> Coming yeah. up at the top of the hour, comedy roulette right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now, guys, for comedy roulette. Today's category are, listen carefully, things people say to you when you're locked out of your car. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. You can't things people. Uh huh. Things. <laughs> right, Junior. <laughs> things people tell you that's wrong with your house that you already know. <laughs> they know yeah. they ain't got a house. Uh-huh. All right, uh-huh. and then excuses that the black terrorists use. The black guy who had the MAGA cap on. Remember seeing him on the news? He had the MAGA yeah. cap yeah. on inside the Capitol. Yeah. Things mm. he said to himself when he had to fess up. Excuses. Okay? Mm-hmm. So there mm. you have it. All mm. right. Let's spin yes. the wheel. Mm-hmm. To himself? Yeah. To himself. <laughs> okay. It stopped on that one. Excuses the black terrorist guy used 
who had the MAGA cap on inside the Capitol, things he said to himself when he had to fess up. Excuse me. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, guys. Here we go. Excuses the black terrorists came up with that was in the Capitol. Um, I'm just in here because I heard that's where you sign up for your stimulus check. That's why I was Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the things he said when he's while he was at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. This ain't a Kanye mm-hmm. West concert. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Jimmy. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> things the black terrorist said. You know, uh, what, what is <laughs> You You were right that he said to himself, yeah. excuses. Mm-hmm. All right, excuses. Why he Listen, was there. these white folks paid me $5,000 to drive them down here from Kentucky. That's the only reason why I'm here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with this. I'm okay. I ain't got nothing to do you with this. You want to know what time they coming at. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. Excuses, the black guy said uh, inside the Capitol why he was there. Only reason I went out there because I wanted to see white people get arrested. <laughs> Work it out. Work it out. <laughs> Change the game. <laughs> All right, here we go. Things the black terrorist said to himself while he was in there. I'm going to need me some more white friends because I can't keep following them. This is getting my ass in trouble. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Seriously. <laughs> Just like that, Jay. This is excuse he said to himself. <laughs> You know, I knew when I didn't see no other black people, I knew damn well I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right, Junior. <laughs> I know. I, I knew. came down here to see Abraham Lincoln because I heard we was related. I just wanted to take a picture with the man. That's all I did. I wanted to sit here by the statue. I didn't know they going to do all this, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on, Steve. What is it, Shirley? Excuses, a black terrorist guy said uh, inside the Capitol why he was there. I told you, Rome, this wasn't a damn Black Lives Matter rally. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a good one, Rome. Right Romey Rome. Rome's in the house. <laughs> I say Jerome's in the house. Things yeah. the black uh, the black terrorist said to himself. <laughs> Damn, the door was open, so I just walked in. That's why I come here. I, just... <laughs> yeah. I like that, Jay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's excuses that the black terrorist mm-hmm. said to himself while he was in there. Mm-hmm. I'm in here to hold purses. Purse holder. Yeah, I'm just in here to hold purses. Black Terrors excuses. I thought I was at the African American Museum. That's where I thought I was. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't wind up in the wrong damn place. All right. Close it on. Close it, Steve. Uh, Excuses the Black Terrorist guy said while he was at the Capitol. I work at a truck stop. My boss made me come. <laughs> That's yeah. right. <laughs> you yeah. get your ass down here with us or you ain't going to be working here no more. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. That's Comedy Roulette. Thank you, guys. Nailed it. Coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Tell Me Something Good News. Here's some good news. The U.S. Capitol Police have a new acting chief. 
Congratulations to Acting Chief of the U.S. Capitol Police Department. It is a woman, ladies and gentlemen. Her name is Yogananda Pittman. She is a graduate of Morgan State University, HBCU Pride. And as we all know, the former Capitol Police Chief Steve Sun resigned last Thursday after the terrorist attack. Mm. Come on, we got a system yeah. running it. Yeah. Somebody going to jail, right? Yeah. Somebody going to jail. <laughs> What's going to happen, about Jay? You to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You about to go to jail. You about to go to jail. Talk back too long now. Yeah. I, I think that. they call her Yogi for short, Yogananda. That's so mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. A sister, HBCU yeah. Pride, HBCU yeah. grads. Yeah, yeah. 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 there's a lot, lot of representatives. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of representatives uh, for HBCUs is coming through, man, which That's proves right. that these colleges yeah. have turned out some great people, man. Absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> great people, man. Yeah. We got two of them on our show right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a living example that a white college can't do much for you. <laughs> you <a> living example. <laughs> really? <laughs> Shut up, Steve. <laughs> I can't believe you went there. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back. It is now time, regretfully, uh, to an inside <laughs> look at a very, very oh. demented mind of a person that I'm responsible for putting on yeah, this show. All apologies up front. I'm sorry. You have no idea. I've made a lot of mistakes in my career. I'm so sick of making mistakes. I'm trying to figure out how old I got to be before I quit making mistakes. Ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown. It's just a nice, happy song. Now, but I assure you, come the weekend, I'm going in, okay? This no, okay. Is this is a n- but today is Monday. Be ready yeah. for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're going to lose some friends on the weekend, but right now, this is just happy, okay? Okay. Here we go. Hit it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> 2021, baby. I love this song. Couldn't get any kids because you got to pay them. Huh. Little rascals want money. <laughs> Sing it, me. The vaccine's ready, so have no faith. Don't be worried about what she hit. Don't worry about it. The end is near Trump. Feeling good, had a rash, it's gone. It'll stay away if I keep putting salve on. Stimulus check, been waiting so long. Need to get here soon so I can keep my lights on. I know my kids didn't jump for joy. I was broke last year, they only got one toy. Man cave used to be my garage, but my mom moved in. I'm smoking in the backyard. Uh huh. Gonna be a good year for me. Ain't gonna be a good one for Trump. Mm-mm. He all on the phone breaking rules. Hello? This is illegal calling. Hello? It's me. Something that might get me locked up. Did you hear? He just don't give a damn. You know what? I wouldn't want to leave the White House either if I had a powerful black sister in charge named Letitia James. 
waiting on my ass. <laughs> like the rifleman used to call people, come on out, Trump. Come on outside, Trump. Fire, Jay. That's fire. Oh, stupid, boy. Yeah, it's only at the White House. And you were the little kids. It's going to be a good year for Trump. Yeah, well, kids want money. You couldn't. I had that to do I like myself. Them children want money. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. It is. Again, I would like to say, in case you haven't heard, somebody needs to tell you, gather around, get ready, because what we're about to have right now is the last. Yes, sir. The last. Oh, my God. No more coming after this. Why? Because this is the last break of the day. And some closing okay, remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Thank you, Jay. Doing that at 49 minutes <laughs> after, right after this. I feel like I'm at Universe Soul Circus, Jay. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day, and it's time for some closing remarks from the one and only, our fearless leader, captain of our ship, Steve Harvey. You know, uh, with all that's going on uh, this week in, shall we say, call it politics, I've seen some things, man, that I've found really, really believable. And the reason I say it's believable because none of it really shocked me. Because as my father-in-law said, who celebrated yesterday his 86th birthday, I was sitting up there and we were watching uh, CNN together and they were climbing the walls and breaking in and they were talking about arresting all these people. And I asked my father-in-law, I said, Pop, how you feel about all this? And he just said, well, finally, they get to see what we've been knowing all along. And this is an old black man that's been around a long time. And just those really calm words right there kind of pointed out to me of exactly how long this has been going on. This isn't my lifetime. This is his lifetime, my father's lifetime. My father uh, today, if he were living, would be 104 104, 20, 23 years. Uh, my father would be 106 years old, I believe is the number. 106 or 104 if he were alive today. And my father used to tell me a lot of things, man. And so I've I've been around long tough. I'm, look, I turned 64, God willing, on the 16th, on the 17th. I've been around a long time, man. I've seen uh, coloreds only water water fountains, coloreds only, you know, uh, bathrooms. I've seen these signs, man. I grew up in Welch, West Virginia. I, I saw it. And so I'm not really surprised about this. Uh, I watched politicians try to change course like they weren't on board with this. I wasn't surprised at that. But the, the surprise of it all for me was Senator Ted Cruz. He stunned me with his speech that everybody knows he's been against President Trump and his rhetoric and words he said for four years. And I'm saying, wait a minute, man, you were just on tape supporting this guy. You were just on tape. My message today is simple. Listen, y'all, this ain't our fight. Stay out of it. The brother that they had down there inside the Capitol building, what he was there for, I'm clueless. 
this ain't your fight. Don't worry about this. Let this play out. There's going to be something good come out of this. You just got to let it all play. There was something good that came out of the COVID. They were able to sit still and watch Aubrey incident, watch the George Floyd incident, hear about the Breonna Taylor incident. More non-African Americans got involved with what was happening to black people than I've seen in my lifetime. There's going to be some good come out of this too. You know, I want to remind you all that the power that you put at the polls this year is the reason we have a change stirring in this country. Now, they're upset about the change because they want their country back. But remember Trump's slogan the whole time was make America great again. What we discovered is what they wanted to do was make America like it used to be when they were in total and absolute control and they could do what they wanted to do. But it's not going to work out. I'm telling you, man, we are making progress. I know there's people that's going to say, Steve, how can you say that? We are still in bad shape. I didn't say there wasn't things that needed don't need to be changed. I said we're making progress. The thing that I'm most proud about is African-Americans and brown people showed up at the polls and made a difference. We were the difference makers this year. So I'm going to take the good out of this. Let them climb the walls and break the windows and go in the house and let them see what we've been knowing all along. We are not surprised. And when they keep saying, you know, this is not our America, it is, though. It is. It's just you don't like seeing it. But like my father-in-law said, we've had to see it, whether we wanted to or not. And now everybody gets to see it. Let's continue on the progress that we've made. Let's become a powerful voting block. Biden is in because of us. Warnock is in because of us. Ossoff is in because of us. We are 50-50 in the Senate now because we showed up at the polls and made a huge difference. Now, were there a lot of other people that helped in this cause? Absolutely. But trust me when I tell you this, if black people did not get to the polls in the numbers that we went to the polls in, this results could not happen without us. We have made an impact and we should be proud of what we've done. Now they want to destroy that, climbing over the walls, busting windows. We want our country back. You're not getting it back. It was never yours to begin with. Let me tell you whose country this really is. This country belongs to the Native Americans. That's whose country it really is. Let me tell you why America has the strength that it has. Because it built an industrial labor force off the backs of slaves. When you can run a company and have no cost in running the company, no wages or nothing, you get to become an empire really quick. That's what slavery did. We built this country, but they mad at us. They mad at us because we want to be treated like everybody else. We, they mad at us because we want to be, we want our contribution to matter. But they want us to act like it's, they're doing us a favor. You're not doing us a favor by treating us fairly. It's not a favor. It's a right. And now, now that you've, you've fought us with Black Lives Matter, now we've proven to you that Black Lives do matter and our vote matters. I'm proud of us. Keep going to the polls. We will become a voting block in this country, and they're going to have to deal with our issues. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we vote.
for all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 